0: I think the opposite of me would be so not funny. Yeah, <laughs> that, the girl would be boring as hell. We'd hate her. You would not want her around you at all. No.
1: <laughs> Hello and welcome back to the Her Life vlogcast. And also, Happy New Year. Girls, welcome in. Thank Hello. you. Happy New Year. I am your host, Rachel Malik. I'm joined with the classic her lineup, Emma Spoldie, Hannah Lagerfo. The whole squad is here, and it feels good to be back, you guys. It's it been a while. It's been a minute. Holiday hot take. Speaking of holiday, did everyone have a nice holiday? Things looked a little different this year, but I think we all...
0: Yeah, yeah. It was, at least it got us through the you know, final push of
1: 2020. You know. Not that 2021 is looking much better at this <laughs> point. This has been such a week, a taxing week. So I think our theme, which I will reveal in just a moment, is very fitting. But how are we doing?
2: It's been right? busy. It's been difficult to comprehend what's happening, slash the accumulation of 2020 going to 21. There's
1: just a lot happening, and I'm tired. It was like <laughs> getting back into the work week was its own thing. And then a coup, I wasn't ready, you know? Yeah. Like I said, there's a theme that I think will help us all get a little zen, refocus our energies into positive mindsets. To celebrate 2021, we will be revealing to you 21 of our favorite journaling prompts because that is one of my resolutions. I'm sure I speak for both of you. We got to journal more. I think you're never like, oh man, I wasted that time journaling. It always helps, you know? So I think this will be a good episode for me to look back on whenever I need a little inspiration to go through all of our prompts, you know what I'm saying? So I'm excited to dive in, but before that, we have some stuff to talk about. Should we start with a little bit of reflecting ladies? Let's do it. Okay. Her reflections of the week. Hannah, do you want to kick us off with your happy age of the week? Sure. So I'm happy I'll be starting
0: work soon in the next couple of weeks. Excited to finally like it's been so much anticipation. So I'm excited to finally get in there and see what that's all about and become an adult adult <laughs> yeah. so ex- yeah i'm excited i've been doing like some onboarding for it, so it's really getting me excited and you know i'll be looking forward to meeting everybody well virtually, but still oh, you so yay that's great
2: i'm gonna have
1: a too what' you happy about girl
2: I'm happy to go oh. to Vermont Ooh. Oh, I have okay. never been no false alarm I have been to Vermont once (laughs) but I'm going to Burlington which is supposed to be so cute but I'm going with my dad and we haven't taken like a solo trip together since our Italy trip my sophomore year of college so it will be nice and Burlington's supposed to be really cute and everything and they have really strict like COVID guidelines too so like it's gonna be safe and good and we're gonna try skiing my dad is like a Swiss Alps gear but he hasn't done it in a while so he said he'll take lessons with me which is nice so I'm just not it's so left fun alone because I don't like to be alone you know how I like to be next yeah. to people alone. like in physically proximity touching physically time, touching yeah. people I yeah, <laughs> yeah I just also need to like have someone
1: in my <laughs> yeah. sight you know you're hoping for a handsome ski instructor too oh, we've talked about this a lot 100%, that's like everyone's
2: dream 100 yeah. I hope so
1: I've been watching a lot of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. I don't know if you guys are still yeah. on the wagon or not, and it's okay if you're not. But they ski a lot because it's Park City, Utah. Like you got to be skiing there, and it makes me almost want to learn to ski. <laughs> and that's saying a lot. So I'm, I'm a little bit jealous. I'm a little excited for you. I'm. That'll oh, be so okay. fun. Okay, I'll let you know how I fall. Okay, Vermont. I'm happy because I'm okay. Thinking about structuring our episodes our schedule a little differently. January has quickly become the month of wellness on the Her Life Blogcast. We have a good lineup of episodes that just talk about like mental health, but also just centering yourself and I don't know. We have a good, we have some good guest co-hosts that are coming in that I think you guys are going to be excited to see. I'm going to, I'm going to maybe let it be. We have some good familiar faces that both of you will know coming up the next two weeks. And I'm just really excited to hear what they have to say. I've been outlining a lot this week to get all my ducks in a row for these interviews and it's looking really good. I'm so happy about it. I'm happy about these episodes that are coming up. You guys are going to be into it. That's all I'm going to say. I'm intrigued now. Anyway, Hmm. let's move on. What is energizing us this week?
0: Hannah? Yeah? Sure. I don't know. See, you guys know I'm, like, weird with <laughs> not using Spotify. Yeah. I've been using, like, the music on my phone, and I'm just getting into, like, the older tunes that I've been um. listening to, and I'm, like, belting <laughs> every song. I thought I sounded, like, so amazing. <laughs>
2: you do have mind. a great voice, though, so, like... well <laughs>
0: oh, thank you. Um, so I was really I was really having a go, a go-vin, and, like, even playing the music during the day, I was, like, more focused, and I was like, oh, yeah, like, let's do this, and so I feel... I
1: just feel energized at quite good. It really does change the mind. Like when you rediscover a whole playlist of bangers, there's no better feeling. Yeah, anymore. you're like, oh my gosh, I forgot about this. And I was like,
0: I can't believe I don't listen to them as much. The and lyrics just... just start spilling out. You're yeah. like, who is
1: this version of me? It's maybe? like, you know, I can't
0: I remember what I learned in school, but here I am. <laughs> <laughs> These lyrics.
1: I love it now. That's a great one. Good, good response. Who needs Spotify? <laughs> <laughs> Emma, how about you? What is energizing you this week?
2: Speaking of rediscovery, I have rediscovered my oh I've always loved drawing and like doodling, painting, mm-hmm. whatever. And so I got an iPad over Christmas and I started drawing again, slash digital painting, whatever you want to call it. And I'm having a blast. And they're it's really like good. something to like look forward to at night and just like get my creative energy out, which is really fun.
1: I feel like you're you're like underplaying it a little <laughs> bit. Like these are incredible. So Follow good. me. <laughs> no, f- at your, yeah, your handle? Your, tell the people. Yeah.
2: <clears throat> From period Emma's period iPad.
1: You're getting those likes. I watch your likes rack up every day. The people okay. are noticing. Oh, so I might levels? even start at
2: Etsy. You
1: definitely shop, should. But I kind of need to build my portfolio a little bit. So send me an image. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's really, you're truly outdoing yourself. I look forward to every single day when there's a new post. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's energizing me, Spoldy. It's energizing me. Okay, switching gears a little bit. What's energizing me this week is work-related. So, as I've talked about before, I'm doing some social media work for a company called Entry Level Boss, which is very cool. Alexa Schoen has been on the show, and she's just a cool career coach that is a wonderful lady to have in my corner. First of all, looking for a job myself, but she has gone viral on TikTok this week, like oh, really? absolutely viral tens of thousands of followers overnight. Like it really just blew up. And I'm like going through all the comments, like trying to make sure I get everybody's comments and make sure everybody's ordering the books in the right place. Like the book is spiking off the charts. Everything is going so good. It's giving me a lot more responsibility and work to do. And you know, I'm making my memes for the entry-level boss page. Like everything just seems to be coming together. It's very fulfilling. And like, this was only supposed to be a job that lasted like a few months. And here we are way longer than it should have been. But like, we're just this cute little team now and it just feels so good. And very energizing and yeah, follow Alexa Schoen on TikTok, entry level boss on Instagram. Oh, so that's my pitch. We're all <laughs> plugging our handles today. <laughs> Let's move on to the last of the reflections, realization. Hannah, what did you realize lately?
0: Um, well, this is gonna sound a little deep, but- It's okay. Um, and it's like a tried and true, you know, life is just so precious. And I think the 2020 have really come to see that either talking to friends or friends of friends or relatives or what, <laughs> I, what have you with COVID and everything, you just never know, like, this can sound, again, deep, but you just never know when, like, today's your last day or night mm-hmm. or whatever. So, it's just, you know, taking the time to enjoy the little victories and the little things in life yeah. and just living life as best as you can and as full as you can. And I'm definitely trying to take that into 2021. With One of my big things is, like, trying new things and really just coming out of my comfort zone. So, mm-hmm. I'm really just trying to live life to the fullest, as, as full as a, court, a COVID life can be, but once that's over, really just hitting the pavement and living wow. it to the
2: fullest, man.
1: That was beautiful. Really beautiful. <laughs> and good vibes to bring into a new work environment, too. Like, I think you're really setting yourself up for a very fulfilling experience.
2: Thank you. Emma. Emma, how about you? What you realize? Kind of going off of how I started this whole conversation, you know? <laughs> It's okay to be tired and acknowledge that you're tired. I think especially with like what's going on in our country with transition again 2021 etc. Mm-hmm. your life in general it's just like acknowledging that it's okay to be tired and that it's okay to disconnect for your own mental health.
1: We've talked about this a lot. I think social media, especially like this week was a big social media week to like get information, but also to be bombarded with information. So I think acknowledging and we've learned this, I think, within the last couple of months, it can be very heavy consuming all of this. And to a certain extent, it's very important. And that's why activists and stuff are using platforms like Instagram to get their messages across. But you also have to know once it's like overwhelming and it's not no longer productive. So I think good on you for realizing it. And yeah, I don't know. I think we're all getting better at it. It's cool to like watch our progress with like crazy things that are happening in like society through our relationship with Instagram. I don't know. I think I could talk about that all day, but good one, that. I love that. I'm bringing it back. Also a social media realization this week, a little more lighthearted than the both of you. So I'm sorry, but I <laughs> truly have gone down the TikTok rabbit hole. I held off for as long as I could, but I am fully obsessed. And I just think it is absolutely wild how spot on that algorithm can be on your for you page um I'll I'll tell a little anecdote to like really just drive my point home I a lot over Christmas break for whatever reason and like both my sisters were home for Christmas break I got very used to having the house to myself and now it was like everybody's home you got nowhere to go and I was like Jesus Christ I love them it was great but like it was a lot at some point so I took to driving in my car like I would always go pick up the food if we were getting takeout. I was like please for the love of God, let me do it. Like, let me go drive. And I would listen to Taylor Swift's All Too Well on a loop for the whole drive.
2: and I going okay a little? She's okay. a little.
1: Okay. And it was, like, ultimately very cathartic to just, like, scream the lyrics, you know? And I was, like, okay, this is, like, such a uniquely me thing. Then I, I swear to God, I'm scrolling on TikTok, and I'm, like, deep into not only a Taylor Swift TikTok algorithm, but specifically All Too Well. I have gotten so many videos on my page of girls being like, who needs therapy when you could just listen to All Too Well in your car, like in your hometown? And I'm like, Like, what the hell? (laughs) But also it made me feel so good because I was like, other people are doing this. Like other people cry in the cars too. So I think we're doing great. I think it's like, it's so good to have collective cathartic energy with Taylor Swift at the center of that. I think those are like, it's just a beautiful perfect storm for me and I think it got a lot of emotion out that I needed to so I'm doing better now I've moved on to like the lover album like she's happy again but I-, I went through it I didn't mean for that to go dark but like you know what I mean like it was just so nice to see other people also commiserating yeah that car, for sure. that's why they
2: have the algorithm
1: exactly
0: honestly surprised it. That- you uh, waited so long to get on I TikTok. Know. Like, I'm really impressed
1: with you. It's because I knew. I knew the second I did it, it was over for me. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I really just tried to – but now it's for work. Like, I got to be on there for work all the time. Oh. I got to see what pe- what's trending. I need to be on there for work. Of course. So... got to be in the know. It's just my job. You know what I mean? Like, it's really hard, but somebody has to... – I mean, Across that's what I get So, <laughs> we're getting through it. But Taylor Swift, all too well, can't recommend it enough if you got to – work through some stuff, so we're doing great, but that's my realization, TikTok is just really there for you for whatever you need, sure. okay, so that's my realization, TikTok is great and terrible at the same time, let's move on, lighten it up, swoon of the week, Hannah,
0: okay, Shia <laughs> LaBeouf, and I'll, I'll tell you why, I was watching, not like when he's like, just do it, no, I mean like, <laughs> I mean like, I was a huge Transformers fan when it came out, and oh, I was
2: Oh, was. Oh, yeah, in the back of the. Okay. And
0: yeah, when he when I was watching um, the second one, the Revenge of the Fallen, for all those Transformers fans out there, and I, he just looks so good in that movie. He's tan, like he's he's grown up a bit. Or Disturbia,
2: he looked or good disturb- in Disturbia. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So I just think I don't know. He's cute. I always like Shia LaBeouf. I think. He's a, you know, I don't know. I just, there's something about him that I just, okay. I was feeling it. I have a question. Um, a Transformers
1: question. Okay. So am I wrong in saying Megan Fox was in the Transformers movies? She was. No she was in the okay. first two. How do you feel about Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly? Because they are the it couple of the century. And I'm just so perplexed, but also into it. So I'm wondering how you guys feel.
0: Um, I don't really know much about them together other than that they're together. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I like,
1: started listening to some of his stuff, and I'm not, like, opposed to him by any his means. His new... He has one new song that literally sounds like Blink-182, and I'm just confused because I didn't think that was his vibe. Like, I'm very confused about what kind of artist and now what kind of man Machine Gun Kelly is. That's my thing, because he's also in a a, a collab of... With BB REXA and mm. uh,
0: some other, pr- I'm like forgetting who it is, but they sing like this song for one of like the movies that came out with mm. I, I think Will Smith was in it, and there's like mm. aliens or something. But it's like a good, it's like a Bobby kind mm. of song, and I'm just com- also confused because I mm. thought he was gonna be like this hardcore rapper. Yeah, does that make sense? Like that was always maybe my he friend. is,
1: but I don't know. He definitely has like an alternative pop I was say, underscore. Yeah. A little punk. punk, yeah, yeah, yeah. Am I wrong to say he'd like headline Warp Tour if Warp Tour was a thing this year? Like, I really think that might be a possible That could be stupid to say. I don't know. Edit, but like, you know what I mean. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. Maybe I don't know t- too much about. Couple is all I'm but trying I to say.
0: think. Yeah, at first I was sad when she split with her boyfriend, husband. I don't know exactly what the relationship that was. has been
1: messy though. Have you been like really? In the comment section, being like, Really, Megan, you're going to post this of my kid? Like, you're a terrible mother, blah, blah, blah. In public comment sections, it has been really? insane. This whole divorce situation that's going on is so messy and so bad. So, if wow. Machine Gun Kelly is, you know, giving her stability right now, right on, and is like a good figure to the children, great, all for it. Because they've been together for a long time. They're like the quarantine thing. Yes, Emma?
2: Oh, I watched a little news segment on Machine Gun okay. Kelly. I don't know if it was 60 Minutes or it was CBS morning. Oh, but my he's so actually like, like
1: news news. This is not e news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pesky. No, like this is it's new news. news. Um, and
2: he has like a very in he's a very deep person, actually.
1: As deep as John Mayer. Like I think John Mayer is such a philosophical being. Is it, Yeah, can, no, honestly,
2: like very deep. No, very deep, I would say
1: so. All right, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna say something. That. I think Machine Gun Kelly should be like a, little a deep dive an episode one day like i think let's we could do really it get into bring in anyway. sarah brown yeah i was just gonna say sarah brown he was her swoon of the week on her episode down to zoom full circle right. so i'm glad that you're into shia this week though good for you <laughs> thank you that's great emma
2: i'm it. gonna have to say it morgan wallen his like, I don't know if it's like an additional album or what that came out or like more know. songs came out on the album, but his album came out and time. I have been listening to it. And yeah, maybe I'm swooning because of the music, but also I, I, I just don't know if I find, I don't know, attractive or not. I just I don't know. I think you do.
1: I think no, you do, but you're a little hesitant to admit it. She's into the mullet. The mullet, I have to say like the mullet takes yeah, maintenance. The mullet just does, doesn't just happen. He has to cut the front part oh, of his hair. I would say he's cute. All right. Oh. Are you looking at a correct picture? Like, like, She's trying to, like, bail you out of this. No, I think he it, with a haircut, I think we would be looking at a completely different person. But the, oh, the yeah.
2: I love you, Moorland. Yeah, I like the twang of him. I think that's why I like the twang. Of I, I think you like Christ the idea of, of a good old together. Southern boy and
1: Morgan Wallen. is No, I don't think that.
2: I – okay. Yeah, 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 sure. Get on
0: country, boy. Guys, don't
1: I worry. I have know. good taste. Like, don't he worry. Like, no, I think he you're swooning for the music. I think it, it is a good album. He's been the hottest country sensation. I don't mean physically. I mean on the charts. But to Emma, maybe it's both. And that's okay. The point is, is that he is a star. And Emma's swooning for him. Uh, that's a great pick. Yeah. Very topical. <laughs> okay, are you ready for mine? Yes. This, like, feeds into my content catch-up, too, because I'm totally obsessed Mine, I have to say it with an accent because it just sells it. He's British. His name is Martins Imangbe, And he's the hottest guy I've literally ever seen. He's like, <laughs> if you take any swoon I've ever said, a little bit of Selassie. I know
2: it. I know you're going to
1: love him. A little bit of that Rumble instructor. We all know who I'm talking about. I've mentioned him by name before. You know who you know what I'm saying. It's like all of them coming together. It's like I think the epitome of my type. He's so hot. He played a boxer on Bridgerton. And I think he should've been cast as the lead. This guy is a smoke show. I can't even explain it. Like, there's nothing wrong with him. I literally think he's so good looking in every way. Um, and I've been DMing him. He's, he's playing the long game. He's playing the long game. He's not exactly responding yet. But he is, yeah, it's the game Hopefully. I like to play. I mean, I'm not gonna just give up that easy. <laughs> so, uh, Martins. Yes. He's hot. So that leads me right into content catch-up. Emily was home from Arkansas over the break, and we watched every show we could think to binge that we've been missing. But the new one that came out Christmas Day was Bridgerton. Can't say enough good things. Bridgerton is essentially a renaissance – I don't know if renaissance is technically the period – like 1800s Gossip Girl. That's essentially what it is. It's all these debutantes trying to find their husbands, and then there's Lady Whistledown, Who's reporting on all the scandalous gossip? So the whole time you're like, "Who is Lady Whistledown? Julie Andrews is narrating the whole thing, by the way. So like, does that not sell it? it? Okay. Yeah. The Queen of Genovia is narrating (laughs) this show, and you're expecting it to be like all prim and proper. They're like crowns and their debutante dresses and their gloves and da da da. Then it's like the sexiest show ever in the world. Like it's like very raunchy, and it's so good. Well, sexy. It's very sexy and. It's what all can I've you ever watch wanted. Watch this on Netflix. We binged the whole thing in one night. We stayed up till three in the morning. I would do it again. It was so phenomenally good. <laughs> How many episodes are there? There are eight, and they're all about an hour long. Eight hours of content. That's that's a day. That's an afternoon, as far as I'm concerned. Those are my thoughts on Bridgerton. I have a couple others, but does anyone else want to talk about content? <laughs> I want to take. I want to know your take on the Queen's Gambit because I I see that you have that. Okay, fine. So we also watch the Queen's Gambit. <laughs> I, it's not as good as Bridgerton. Every single other thing we watched was a letdown compared to Bridgerton because Bridgerton is the holy grail of media as far as I'm concerned. Like, nothing will ever top it. It's the best there's ever been.
2: Hannah, so I think the- you would like the Queen's Gambit. Or did you
0: try
1: it and you didn't like it?
0: I didn't try it. It just doesn't really sound appealing to me. No, that's the thing. And that's why, like, the first
1: episode was a hard sell. Because I was like, first of all, I'm depressed. This is an orphan girl. Like, this is really sad. She's in her (laughs) orphanage, and all the girls are mean to her. And then she gets addicted to straight-up pills. Like, this girl has an addiction. She's taking, like, tranquilizer pills. She is addicted to tranquilizer pills that they gave the kids at the orphanage. Why would they give them... Tranquil. So that they didn't go crazy and like depressed sadness, I don't know. So I'm like Emily, this is depressing as hell. Like it's the day after Christmas, and we're like, let's do something fun. We're like eating our macarons that we made, and we're like watching this depressing ass show. I was like, I don't think I could do this anymore. And she's like, everyone says it's go, we have to power through. So that's really only the first episode that's depressing. I mean, her addiction does remain. Spoiler alert, but she's just the best chess player that's ever been, and she's just wiping the floor with all these like geeky chess bros, and she just becomes like literally, she just gets better and better and better, and she's a genius woman and it was set in like the 60s so everyone's like a girl playing chess get off my jock and she was like ha, you have no idea what I'm about to do and it was just really ultimately very inspiring and i did cry at the end it was beautiful <laughs> wow that's <laughs> what a journey yeah it's <laughs> the roller coaster there that was the queen's gambit i'll just go through all of mine cuz like you know i'm on a roll so the other one that was really cute that i want to highlight amazon prime Sylvie's love It stars – I'm forgetting his name, and I feel bad for not putting it down, but it's Kerry Washington's husband, who used to be in the NFL, and now he's an actor. Also, another hottest guy I've ever freaking seen. He stars alongside Tessa Thompson, and it's just a cute – also set in the 60s, very jazzy, cool vibes, kind of like the notebook in that it's a period piece that traces a whole, like, from adolescence to adulthood – love affair kind of thing. It's a little bit slower. It's a slow burn, uh, but I think it's worth it in the end. I think it was beautiful. a Beautiful portrayal of black love and black joy. And that is beautiful to watch. Carrie Washington has a hot husband. So that was beautiful. Highly recommend. My mom didn't love it. She said it was too slow paced, but I think it was a good change of pace from like the other two I'm about to talk about. Okay. Switching totally gears to like murder, mystery, scary shows. The Undoing. Everyone was talking about The Undoing. Travis Scott was talking about The Undoing. Everybody watched it. The Undoing stars Nicole Kidman and Hugh Grant. Oh my god, there's a murder. First episode. Hugh Grant disappears. You're like, what the hell? Absolutely crazy. I, 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 I don't want to say anything, because anything I say is going to give it up, but we were, again, enthralled. It was another stay up till three in the morning and just finish the series, and that's exactly what we did, and it was freaking wild, also raunchy, and also gory. So that's The Undoing. And finally, we have The Flight Attendant starring Kaylee Cuoco. (sighs) Listen, I try to speak highly of everyone. Kaylee Cuoco is just freaking annoying to me. I feel okay to say that because I think some people might feel that way about me, and that's okay. Like I think we just have these kind of jarring personalities in some cases. She's this alcoholic flight attendant. Her hair is always a freaking mess. I couldn't even focus on the plot because her hair was always just in like a ponytail coming out the side of her head. I don't understand what that added to the plot. I get that she was a hot mess. The plot made it clear she was a hot mess. I don't need her hair. I I don't need that with the hair. So I have a major issue with that. Her wardrobe was also stupid. She was wearing chunky scarves like it was 2007, and I just don't understand why that would be the case. Anyway, she flies to Bangkok. She meets this hot guy on her flight who's reading Crime and Punishment foreshadowing she hooks up with the guy wakes up in the morning he's dead in the bed gushing blood he got like yeah like blood everywhere he is dead she wakes up she runs people think she did it obviously because you run from the scene but she has no recollection because she was blacked out so the whole show is like everyone thinks she kind of did it then the guys who were really responsible were like after her because they thought she knew more than she actually knew because she was totally blacked out it was such a freaking mess we didn't watch that one as fast because Kaylee was annoying and we needed to do it in, like, little portions. But also ultimately a great show and I couldn't believe the twist at the end. Except we a little bit could believe it. Yeah, we yeah. really ran the gamut on, on content over the break. Like, it was lovey, it was murdery, and it was a lot of fun overall. So, those are my recs.
0: Good. I'll have to check them out. I don't know about the Queen's Gate. I'm still not 100%.
1: I mean, I think it's worth it just to be involved in, like, the social commentary because everyone was talking about it. That's why I watched it. Was my life enriched? Not really. But (laughs) I'm a little bit more appreciative of, like, great chess players because I know how much goes into it now. So that's my silver lining, I guess. I went to chess camp. Emma, did you? (laughs) Yeah, I did, actually. I don't know anything about chess. Like, I... Me neither. Nothing. Zilch about chess. How was that? Was it, like, a sleepaway
2: camp or... (laughs) It was at my like middle school. Um, we
1: had like chess lessons at. The the <laughs> like, is it chess club or it was during the summers? So that's what made no, it. No, no, it's like literally like chess camp.
2: So you play chess again. for like hours a day. Yeah, it's interesting. And of course, as you know, Rachel, there's a lot of uh, strategy. Strategy in it's it. A mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, but I went to the chess camp. Okay. Another so- episode of Emma teaching us how to play chess. Listen, I don't know how to play chess anymore, but I used to play chess, like, one-on-one by myself.
1: (laughs) sound like the orphan girl.
2: No, no, but, like, I used to have, like, a a chess board. I could picture it. I had, like, the pieces and everything. I'm I'm an only child,
0: people.
1: All right. Fair.
2: Fair.
0: I was picturing, like, that Pixar short where, like, the old guy shuffles across the table and, like, places his piece and then goes back.
2: It's not as sad as it sounds.
1: No, I think that's like honestly that's a flex. It's a flex to know even a little bit about chess because again, it is such a dark spot in my knowledge. Like I know nothing. All right, someone else, what are we what are we into? What was content over over the holiday?
2: Speaking of mysteries, I'm a big mystery book girl. So Mm. um I have a new mystery book. It's called The Unwanted Guest, which Mm. is kind of cool because it's like placed in upstate New York. Like, near the Hudson River. So it's, like, very interesting. And I just like it. It's, like, they say it's, like, an Agatha Christie kind of book, which I have no clue what that means. I'm just going to say, could you elaborate? Like, I know I should know, but I don't. I know. It's called The Unwanted Guest. (laughs) Anyways, I think, like, an Agatha Christie type of book is almost, like, Clue.
1: (laughs) Like a a whodunit. Yeah, whodunit. Like Knives Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hannah, what have you been (laughs) content- Watching, reading,
2: listening
0: um, to. Um, I'm obsessed with the song Save Your Tears by the Weekend. It's such an 80s vibe. Mm-hmm. And I like that, that that's kind of like the direction he's really been going lately. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just so catchy. Like I can, I'm literally listening to it nonstop. It's so good. Have you seen
2: the um, music video? That's pretty interesting.
0: I actually don't think I have, surprisingly. I've just been listening to it and just been like dancing. Have you seen his face? uh his like new face? Mhm. Yes, I have. I, How Do you like it? I don't. Oh, I thought that was
1: just makeup. I <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like Is that why on his, his face?
0: face has been bandaged? I thought that was like to put out a message about like drunk driving, driving or something.
1: So yeah, was it actually so I don't like know. a real bandage? I don't know. I don't think we're supposed to know. I think the point is that we're talking about it and that's exactly what the weekend wants. He looks like a werewolf. Like, I don't know. He what. looks like handsome Squidward, is what he looks like. <laughs> and it's freaking. Oh my weird. God. I can't so- take credit for that. That's Alicia Ali's <laughs> joke. She tweeted it the other day, and it's been in my mind ever since. Exactly. Oh my God, Alicia, you're so right. I was Alicia, trying to pinpoint it. Oh, <laughs> He was like, Doc, can you make me look like this? And the was like, say less. <laughs>
0: Oh my god, it's so true. It's true. It's, it's so true. good. So good. Um, so yeah, I've been listening to that. And then I don't know if you've ever heard of the the Maximum Ride series. It's like it's definitely like a series for like young adults. Um, and I read it when I <laughs> like book series. Yeah. Okay. Oh. I read it when I was when they first came out, and I fell in love with them. And I don't know what made me want to reread them, but they're they're written by James Patterson, so a well known writer and. They're just so well done. I just finished like two of them. I have one more left and they're just enjoyable about like these kids that were kind of like experimented on. So they have wings and they have like superpowers and like they're fighting, they're constantly fighting for their life. Wow. And It's just like this action packed, like kind of like team, like coming of age and it's just mm-hmm. like good to go back and just to reread it, it kind of takes you back to my childhood yeah. and I don't know, they're just enjoyable to read. So That's if someone's nice. looking for <laughs> some young adult, <laughs>
1: Young Adult Fiction. Wow. <laughs> what a round. Okay, ladies, I'm glad we got to catch up though because I think it's just been long overdue and I—I I, that was fun. Oh, I missed you guys. Let's transition now into the main event, shall we? We have to like go from our giggly to a little bit, it's gonna be a little more serious in vibe, but still lighthearted, you know? We are who we are. I wanna open up this segment with a couple bonus prompts. So again, 21 prompts for 2021 journaling prompts to get your mind flowing, to get your journal popping. But I put it out on my Instagram to get some listener responses. And I got a couple of good ones. Journal prompts that people said are their favorites or their go-tos that I wanted to share because I think they're really good. Somebody said every single day I journal about my dream life or manifestations that I want to happen. Like thinking way into the future, dream life, what do you want to manifest? And I thought that was good. And I said this to her in my DMs. I was like I think and I'll get into this I think when we like start talking about our 21 responses. I think so often my journal is like me being, oh my God, my life is so bad. This person was mean to me for this reason. And I'm feeling sad about it. Like that's the kind of like energy that I often get out of my journal. And that's what I use my journal for. So I think this year, a big resolution for me is to, that's okay sometimes, but I also want it to be a positive space of me planning on my future or just thinking about good things that happen. So I think taking an intentionally positive spin on my journal (laughs) is definitely a resolution because I think that will help me appreciate journaling more because right now I like associate it with hard times, you know? Yeah, that's a good one. So point. I thought that one was a really good one, Dream Life Manifestations. This one's really great too. He said, every night I journal three things I'm grateful for, two things I learned, and one thing that I'm committed to doing the next day. So it's a little like three, that. two, one model. Great little fill in the blank for every night. I think that's a great idea. What else we have? Another good one I wanted to put. Oh, this one I thought was cute. What's something funny that could have happened today, but did it? <laughs> I just think that's such an oddball one, but it's like fun and cute. And I feel like I want to do that. Like I started thinking to, like what would have been funny, but didn't happen. Anyway, so those are our viewer responses. Thank you listeners for submitting. I guess we'll start. You guys want to start? Yeah, let's do it. My journal prompt number one for 2021 is what do I know to be true that I didn't know a year ago? I think comparing this year, January, to last year, January, is so different. And we've learned so many things. This could really go in a lot of different ways. And I got this straight from Google. I, in fact, got all of mine from some website. None of these are really my own brain children. So sorry if that's what you thought, but it's not. Does anything come to mind? What do you know to be true today that you didn't know a year ago? What have you learned and what do you know is fact? Emma, I'm throwing it to you. Oh my goodness. Okay. okay. That our
2: generation, are passionate humans. and that we can quite literally change
1: the world. I agree. I like that. And also something that's been made very clear to us this year. Totally. Great response. Hannah? Um, Mine's very
0: similar to my realization, but just like how fast the world can change and like never in a million years. I keep saying and I keep joking like it wasn't in my life plan to have a pandemic. Like this is so hindering my 20s (laughs) like I mean but it is so it's like crazy that this stuff still can happen and like obviously you can never predict the future but Mm -hmm. the things you know and love can drastically change so fast and Mm -hmm. it's just been emphasized I think that's more of like I knew it but like very
1: emphasized this year totally I think something I know now to be true that I didn't necessarily know a year ago that there are people probably in your life right now that are trying to gaslight you but you have the power to let that affect you or not. I think being aware of the people who – it's different than having different viewpoints, though, because I think life is enriched by surrounding yourself with people who think differently than you do. So That's not what I'm trying to say. I think it's the people who put you down for it and try to make you feel like the things you're passionate about aren't important. Those people suck. Those people don't deserve my energy. And I think – I don't know. I think in very in many different pockets of my life, like those people have exposed themselves. It rattled me. But now, twenty twenty one, I like it. acknowledge and dismiss. <laughs> acknowledge and dismiss. My mantra of the world. But yeah, you want to look out for those gaslighters. That's general prompt number one. <laughs> Hannah, take it away with number two.
0: Sure. So I said, what are some things you wasted your time or energy on? Um, this could I be- have one.
1: Yeah, go
0: Gaslighters in my life. <laughs> there you go. It's like a lot of time I like think about the what ifs a lot. So mm-hmm. that's like a ridiculous, Some so many different things can happen all at once. There's just no way, no sense of worrying about them. we yeah. are so definitely trying to like just be more in the moment and just take it as it is and as it comes.
1: Yes, focus on the things that you can have control over. Like there's certain things that you just don't have control over. So it totally is a waste of your time and energy to exactly. worry about those things. If you have control over it and you can make a positive impact, great. But if it's something that, you can't acknowledge and dismiss, you know? Right. I think
0: my, there's something from my gym teacher, in like high school. I remember, like, have you done anything you can about it? Yes. Okay, then great. Don't worry about it. Is there something you could do about it? No. Then don't worry about it. So it's just so true. Reiterate your point. We love
1: the gym that gym
2: teacher message. <laughs>
1: yeah. That's a great guy. We love that. Okay, Em, you want to hit us with number three?
2: So I got all of mine from the Instagram account. We're not really strangers. And great account. They go deep. deep. Anywho. Um, so my first one is, are you avoiding any hard conversations with yourself? I don't think we have to answer now because I think it does take a lot of reflection on and like, be
1: like, oof, like, yeah, you're right. But I think what makes it a great journal prompt is again, circling back to what I said before, so often I think I play the victim in my journal and I'm like, oh, this person wronged me, da, 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 da. But I think it's important to sometimes reflect on my own self. Sure. We're not really strangers though. They hit, Emma has some, She's about to lay them down on us. Every third one, you're going to be like, damn. Okay, this next one I absolutely love. Again, I found it on Google. 10 titles of books I could write. I like this because it's just a little listicle format. You don't really have to elaborate, but it just gets you thinking about the things you're passionate about, the things you're knowledgeable about. makes you think about what you've spent your time researching, understanding, and I think it can go in a lot of different ways. It could be funny. It could be lighthearted. It could be very serious. It could be very significant in your life or it could be these little tiny things and I just I haven't done this one yet but it's one I'm looking forward to doing just to see where my mind takes me you know I like that one a lot too it gets your creative juices flowing totally totally
0: it's like if you were like a if your life were a movie like who would you cast like that's like kind of like the same vein
1: yes like get the create like use your life but like creative
0: yes exactly
1: exactly
0: my next one is what are some new things you want to try slash have tried kind of like an ongoing entry you could go back to once you've tried them because again like I want to try new things as I said earlier so I think that would be a fun one. I
1: think it's a great one.
0: So my next
2: one what promise do you want to keep to yourself this year?
1: I think it's a good one. I think all of them are going to be too deep for me to like come up with something (laughs) on the fly but I think it's good to seriously ask yourself these questions right? My next, oh, this one I love too. Number seven, write, write about something beautiful you have witnessed recently. This is fun oh too because it could go literally any direction. Beauty is such, I don't know, a subjective thing, but also it could come from so many different facets of your life. It could be a relationship you witnessed, an encounter that you witnessed, or just a physical object that you find beautiful and it struck you in a moment. You could do this literally every single day and you would have a different response. And I think that's the beauty of, of oh, the perfect I like prompt. That.
0: I really like that one a lot. Yeah. Okay, so my next one is, what genuinely brings you joy, and what are you passionate about? This one has been really striking a chord with me lately, because some days I just don't feel like I really know, like, my true self, and I'm not trying to say that in, like, a sad way, but it's just, like, there's different versions of yourself, and I remember me and Gianna have talked about this, like, home Hannah is different than, like, a school Hannah, Mm -hmm. and so, like, who is who is Hannah? Like, who am I? And getting to know like what I'm passionate about, what I like to do. So I really want to try to like take this time to really just figure that out. And I know it's been hard because, you know, I'd like to travel and like see what I can do on my own, but I don't know my time will come. So I'm really looking forward to actually getting that time when it does come and just like being able to like form my own own thoughts and opinions versus like either like just adopting what I think people want me to say or like being influenced by the media or or others as well. So it's just like trying to find like who
1: am I, and I'm like I'm excited for it. <laughs> yeah, that was a very well said. It was fun to watch you talk about that. I Thank think you. what's cool about our relationship, the three of us, is one we've known each other for a while now, the three of us, and also I think because of the environments that we were in as RAs and the training that we got and the the programs that we had to plan, where you're like talk about your feelings and da da da. We were very, and then again with this. Show hello, like we're constantly talking about our feelings and what we're reflecting on, and did it like that is a constant in our friendship. So it's been really cool to watch each one of us and the three of us kind of evolve. So, like Hannah, when you're talking about it's like it's cool to watch like the Hannah that we met in South, like on training day, now to like this yeah. version of Hannah has been a really cool thing because it's just you're like the fuller version of yourself now. And you know what I mean? Yeah, you're the same yeah, Hannah, but it's, it's just like you yeah. kind of come into your own over time, and it's just been really cool. To bear witness to that.
0: Well, thank you. Oh, you made me so happy. <laughs> I That'd definitely agree. No, I definitely think RA. Like, I definitely am so blessed that I was one because I got to meet you guys, obviously, and it d- did really help me like become like a more of myself and like I don't know, just expand who I am. Mm-hmm. As a, if that makes sense. I don't even know. <laughs> I,
1: feel a weird out here,
2: but, I feel like yeah. it taught us like vulnerability. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge. Vulnerable.
1: Oh my god! Oh yeah. And like getting comfortable with being uncomfortable, kind of yeah. like putting yourselves in positions where it's not the most comfortable thing, but now that's what we're used to. And again, I think on the show, like every day, I'm like, what'd you realize? <laughs> Did you not know before? And it, it forces us into that headspace. And I think for me anyway, that's been such a productive way to like track my own progress. And so now to watch all of us do it is just cool. Agreed. hundred oh, percent. Highly recommend being an RA. Find, find your soulmate <laughs> friends. It's so fun.
0: Okay. Where are we at now? Emma?
1: What parts of yourself do you need
2: to break up with?
0: That's a good one. That is a good one. I can't Yeah,
2: I ain't going to expose.
1: No, that's a good one. I'm strong one. I, I have a lot to think about. Tonight's going to be a good journal. night. I can't even wait. This is another like introspection, a sh- mental shift for me. Right about a time you spoke negatively about someone. How did it make you feel? Oh, this one actually I came from slow morning mindset. I don't know if you guys follow that account. That's a great account. Again, I think it's important for me because it just gets brings me into a more critical mindset not about the people around me but of myself.
0: Um, okay, so my next one is how do you plan to hold yourself accountable to accomplish your goals and how do you plan to push yourself?
1: A very good one. A good one. Cuz again, it forces you to like actually think it out. It's one thing to have a New Year's resolution, but it's another to follow through with it. It's one thing to say I'm going to journal and journal a lot more significant things, and it's another thing to do it every night or every right. week or whatever it is. So I'm so excited. To journal's saying, Okay. What are we on? Number 12. Oh, my turn. okay. Life's year that you're grateful to have
2: met. Let them know.
1: I'm trying to think.
2: Yeah. that's. Here's true. what
1: I'll say about this one is that I guess I haven't met too many new people. I mean, I certainly have, but I think relationships have evolved this year into new versions. You know what I mean? Sure. Like the friendships that we have now, even the three of us look way different than they did. Oh, this is another freaking good one that I've been putting off because I, again, know I have to, like, expose myself a little bit. This one says, write a love letter to someone you dislike. Be sure to express forgiveness. I don't think it's, like, a secret. I kind of love a grudge. It's not one of my best qualities, but I, th- I think a part of my, like, coping mechanism is to really just speak negatively about another person if they wrong me at least in my journal. You know what I mean? I'm never going to like shame you publicly usually, but do you know what I'm saying? I think forgiveness is the thing that I need to be better at. So what if a relationship, friendship, anything doesn't work out the way you planned, that doesn't make the other person necessarily suck. I mean, sometimes it does this. That's where it gets hard, but again, we're working on it. Forgiveness is a hard thing to do. It is definitely. You can do it.
0: (laughs) We're getting there. Work in progress. Yeah,
1: I think it'll be I think it's a necessary step. I just don't have them there yet. And that's okay. Yeah, that's totally fine. You take it. I think that's why we check in, yeah? Yeah. Exactly.
0: Right on. Um, what is a new skill you want to learn? Or or like an old skill that you used to have and you want to bring back, like Emma's drawing or something like that. I'll go.
2: So the next one, what was your biggest heartbreak in 2020? What did it teach you?
1: Jesus Christ, leave me alone. No, i just <laughs> I love them though. God. Oh, they're really good.
2: I think they're really good. And listen, again, like to Rachel's point, like you literally don't have to answer one of these every single day because it could be a lot. Yeah. And like what we've been saying, wellness, et cetera, take what you need.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: And heartbreak mm-hmm. could mean a bunch of things too.
0: Not just like. Exactly what I was just going to say. Great months. Not just like boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever.
1: Right. All different kinds of relationships can affect you in all different kinds of ways. And I think acknowledging them all for the weight that they carry, regardless of the title, is an important thing to do. Okay. Moving right along. We're already on number 16. Right about a time you didn't stick up for yourself. How did that feel? This one I think is good because you can sit with it for a second and think of – either a recent thing or, like, going way back, I think it's a good way, again, to track your progress. And I saw something
0: recently where it was, like, me standing up for my friends is so much easier. Like, I can do that without a problem. When it comes to myself, it's, like, Mm -hmm. non-existent. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely a very
1: good one. Totally. I also think that's a great way to combat the feelings of, like, we talked about your gym teacher. Did you do everything you could about it? Yes. Is there anything else you can do? Maybe no. But if you can use your journaling for the night as a way to – brainstorm things you could have done so that if the opportunity presents itself again or that scenario presents itself again, you can react in a way that's more on par with the, the woman you are becoming. That's a go Wait, where are we
0: at okay, number 17. Ooh. This one's mine. Uh, what fun things do you want to do this year? I just, I you a like know, lighthearted light, ones.
1: <laughs> yeah, we needed it. Thanks. We need a little break. <laughs> um, but I also think it's cool because hopefully if all goes well, like we should be able to get back to some semblance of normalcy this calendar year. Knock on one. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's feasible now, I think, to start thinking about what we want to do in the summer, certainly by the fall, definitely by next Christmas, hopefully. Dan you know and saying? Shay. Dan and Shay. Dan and Shay. A long time in the making. When is that schedule? Is it for September 2021? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm really excited for Dan and Shay. I think that'll be a really fun.
2: I okay. can go. Okay. All right. What's the best thing you've done for your mental health recently? Hmm.
1: I love that. Right now, I'm, like, this Zoom call. Oh. I mean, that, <laughs> like, it was a little cheesy, but I also truly mean it. Like, I think I really, truly needed, needed yeah, my yeah. girls. where
2: right back I you, sis? Obviously. Hmm. I th- think for me, it's, like, with work, it's, like, I'll get done what I need to get done today, and it's okay if I put hmm. it off tomorrow or even right. the next week it's like it's okay it's gonna mm-hmm. be fine i think yeah. one of mine is uh well you guys
0: know i did this a long time but um i'm plugging just just mm-hmm. being just being in myself in my That's house
1: <laughs> yeah okay where are we at i think this is oh my, God, my last one okay number 19 my last one of the round what would the complete opposite of me look like Ooh. I love this one I love this one for so many reasons because again it's creative it's again like kind of taking yourself out of it but it's also everything to do with you but it's not a kind of deep introspection this is a good breather one I think for if you're like I don't need to bear my soul to my journal tonight but I do want to have a little bit of introspection and think about what are the characteristics that make me inherently me I do like, I do like that
0: I think oh. the opposite of me would be so not funny that,
1: that girl would be boring as hell we'd hate her you would not want her around you at all no that girl would be on her phone all the time that girl would have the highest screen time she would be 5G herself that girl would like Shia LaBeouf but like the whole generation Shia you know oh my god You're so right.
0: (laughs) Just do it. She'd be like, hell yeah, I'll do it.
1: (laughs) Oh, God. See, that could be a fun one. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. It's like, it's, yeah, like you're saying, it's like a look at yourself, but in a lighthearted, fun way.
1: (laughs) And I'm sure there are people who would take that in, like, a very serious way, which I think there's room to do that if you want that to be a heavier one. And that's what makes it cool. Again, you could have different responses every day of the week. Right on.
2: Right
1: on. Okay. Hannah, your last one hit me. All right. My last one, short and sweet. What motivates you? I like that one. Thank you. Because again, I do think it changes. And I also think it depends on what you need to be motivated for in what moment, right? Like I think we have different motivations for different goals and stuff. So yeah. (laughs) Okay. The last one, number 21 of the 21 prompts of 2021. What expectation
2: have I set on someone that has been hurting me the most?
1: Well, Mike, draw. I don't know what else to say. I mean, that is a really strong one. And I think it's good. I like that it takes the onus off me. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, the other person's doing the wrong thing. No. In all seriousness, I think this is a really great one because I think that's where a lot of the hurt of a lot of interpersonal relationships comes from, right? Like, you are holding this just recognizing standard it. yeah that they don't even know about in a lot of cases that you have this version of them built up in your mind that's supposed to do x y and z and they have no freaking idea and so for you to be upset about them is unfair to them but it's most unfair to yourself right i think that's yeah just tell them but i also think it takes a lot of unlearning right to get out of that headspace yeah. that's it's a hard one i think it's something that's like okay duh that's not the right thing to do but i think we do it so um, subconsciously that it's one of the hardest ones to kind of come to terms with. That's That's a big one. Okay. I have a question for the group. Now that we've gone through all 21, say we all promise to journal tonight. You don't have to, you don't want to, but say we do. What is the prompt you are using tonight? Is there any standout from this list that has stuck with you this whole entire time?
0: I think tonight, because I feel, I feel so happy to coming off this call, so i want to do, like, a happy, light one. Maybe, yeah. Hmm, something beautiful you witnessed recently yeah. would be nice.
1: I agree.
2: I also like the accountable one that's good to, like, start things off, you know? Yeah, that one's a standout for me, too. I'll do a more intense one once I'm, like, clear-minded. Like, I'm mm-hmm. a little
1: pussy. We are soul sisters connected in our journal prompts, baby. Well, happy new year, ladies. I truly wish nothing but wonderful things for all of you in 2021. You deserve nothing but the best. Truly, I believe that. Thank you. Thank you You for coming back on the show today and for doing a little bit of soul searching. This wasn't the most comfortable thing in a lot of ways. I think we forced each other to consider some heavy, heavy things, but I think I'm going to be a better person for it. My journal is going to be better for it. And I hope everybody listening feels the same. I hope people are amped up. I was going to say, I think the
2: beauty of journaling is that even if you don't have like a comfortable space where you can openly talk about it, say with like your friends or your family, um, et cetera, like that's the beauty of journaling. It's like Mm -hmm. that book or notebook Mm -hmm. is your comfort circle. And, that is the way to like get your feelings out. And I think that's really necessary, especially nowadays. Absolutely. Don't be afraid. And there you go. You don't have to be
1: afraid to do that. Don't be afraid. That's a great way to end it. Ladies, again, thank you so much for being here and happy new year. To everyone listening, if you like what you're hearing, make sure to follow us on Spotify or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, please feel free to rate and review. We would love that. You can find us on Instagram at her.blog.life. We're going to have some great graphics coming in hot off of this episode. Thanks, Foldy. So that's coming up for blog posts. Of course, you can go to herbloglife.online. And for behind-the-scenes videos of recordings like this one that are really just clips of the episodes because we decided that wasn't the most effective way to use our YouTube channel, just search Rachel Malik on YouTube, R-A-C-H-E-L-M-A-L-E-K, on YouTube. YouTube. As always, thank you so, so much for listening. We'll see you Sunday for another episode. Again, we have great – we have a great lineup planned. That's all we got. I'm Hannah Legerfo. I'm Emma Spoldy. And I'm Rachel Malik. This has been the Her Life Vlogcast.